Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast. I am Dustin Owen, and along with me is my producer extraordinaire and top shit giver, Jay-Z. John Coleman. And I say children of all ages, but quite honestly, this is usually children 18 plus. Yes, I am a big child myself, so. Okay. Well, sometimes I don't uh, trust the words that are going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's uh, for that reason, I think uh, iTunes puts the little, the, the little E next to us. Um, but we are going to make a conscious effort to keep every episode as clean as possible. Correct. And speaking of clean, mm-hmm. you know what you clean? Houses. You know what we finance for a living? Houses. But do you know what there are when it comes to buying a home? Logistics and red tape. Myths. Oh. A little logistics and red tape, but myths. Oh, yes. Myths about home buying. Yes. You yourself, you come into my office on a weekly basis <laughs> spewing some bullshit that you read online or you heard from a friend Correct. of a friend's aunt's cousin. Correct. And I have to stop what I'm doing. Yep. And I have to spend 15 minutes dropping some knowledge. Yep. All to debunk a myth. Yes. Yeah, a falsity, fake news. Yes. Myth busters, is that what we are? Uh, we might be the first people to ever do this. Yeah. I'm obviously kidding. But. Obviously kidding. Um, but yeah, so like, I want you and I to go back and forth. Okay. You as a non-industry professional, right? Like you are a video and marketing professional, mm-hmm. right? But you're not necessarily a mortgage professional. Mm-hmm. Although you do know way more uh, yes. today than, than you did back a year ago. Absolutely. Okay. I do. I, do. I am actually dying to ask this question. I don't want to jump ahead, but actually, I have a question right off the jump. Right off the jump? Right off the jump. Okay, well, I don't trust you to forget it. So I'm going to let you go ahead and ask it, and then we can circle back. Can I buy or sell a home without using a realtor? Yes. Okay. Yes. Why don't more people do it? You can also build a pool without a pool company. Wow. You, You can also remodel your kitchen by yourself. You can cut your hair by yourself. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Fair game. Please explain. Yeah. So so you can. Personally, I don't find it to be advisable. Like, I just don't. But I disclaimer. Okay. Total disclaimer. We here at Waterstone Mortgage mm-hmm. build relationships with realtors in hopes that when their clients need a good lender, that they recommend that they call us. Mm-hmm. Total disclaimer. Another disclaimer. I am a firm believer that unless you're an expert at something, it's worth spending a little bit of money to protect yourself, to make sure you get the best deal, to make sure that that you don't get screwed over. Sometimes the convenience aspect, right, to make sure that all of this, whatever this may be, doesn't fall on your shoulders. I don't manage my own rental property. I have a rental property by default. It was the first home my wife and I bought when we, when we moved from West Palm to Orlando. At one point, we were about $100,000 upside down on this home. So in order to avoid a short sale and avoid coming up with a hundred grand because we didn't have it, so we couldn't do it, we decided to rent it. I pay a management company to do so because I don't want the phone calls. I don't, um, you know, at, at nine o'clock at night because the AC quit working or the, 
the kitchen um, appliances aren't working, right? Like I, I don't want to have to reach out to the handyman and make sure that the landscaper gets paid. So I pay the services. That's just me as a, as a person. I'm a firm believer that, um, although I did wash my own car yesterday. How was that? Therapeutic. Dude, it's gorgeous. It was 80 and sunny. Are you going to do it more often now? No, because it tears up my hands. <laughs> That's what, yeah, right? It absolutely tears up my hands and literally $30 at the car wash oh. or an hour. And by the way, when I spend 30 bucks at the car wash, they do the inside too. Yep. I spent almost an hour yeah. hand washing and drying my car. But all that being said, all I'm getting at is my, your question regarding a realtor. Hell to the no. No. Like, I'm a firm believer that I'm going to get just as good of a deal not using a realtor. And I'm going to be protected. I'm going to have an uh, industry professional giving me insights. Um, yeah. And the time that I save is, I mean, that's, I think that's, that's what I was getting at. Like, I would rather work an extra two hours doing what I'm good at in order to pay someone else to do what they're good at. Makes sense. Um, now, here's a myth that is um, uh, debunked okay. right now. Okay. You don't pay a realtor when you are buying a home. You don't pay a realtor? No. So typically, typically, the seller, when they sell the home, they list the home for a certain uh, commission percentage, 4%, 5%, 6%. And when they do so, it is understood and assumed, this is in most markets, almost every market I'm aware of, half of that commission goes to the agent who brings the buyer mm. and half goes to the agent who actually listed and marketed the home for sale. Okay, gotcha. So when you're a home buyer, it doesn't cost you a dime really? to have a realtor representing you. Really? And even if it does cost you, like some, some real estate brokerages have what are called transaction fees. It's kind of like a cost to do in business fee that goes to the um, to the brokerage, and it's usually two, three, maybe four hundred bucks. A lot of times, you as a buyer might pay that transaction fee, but that's all you're paying to the realtor, and it's only when you actually close on the home sale mm. or the home purchase. Yeah. It's when you sell the home that that it costs. I did not know that. And now, yes, someone can try to do it on their own, but you have to ask yourself. Are you going to be able to get top dollar? Because what if a realtor could come in and they could sell the home for 7% more than what you would get because they have the ability to market through the MLS, the multiple listing mm -hmm. service. And by doing so, more people see it. So with more people seeing it, you have the supply and demand, so a higher demand, lower supply, you get top, top dollar. Well, if you're paying a 5 or 6% listing commission, but they, they, they gained 7% more in sale price. Mm -hmm. Well, on a $250,000 sale or a $300,000 sale, you just walked away with $2,500 to $3,000 more in your pocket. Mm -hmm. And someone else did all the work for you. Hey, you weren't negotiating contracts and, and they were looking out for your best interest. And mm -hmm. so most cases, I'm always going to recommend that... Now, with my father a couple years ago, he's pretty frugal. I'm like, Pops, throw the house in the market. It's a, hot, it's a hot real estate market. It was a rental property. It was he and my mom's home. They had already kind of quasi-retired, moved out to the beach, still had this house. They were renting it out. Mm -hmm. So my dad did it. He tried to sell it himself. How'd that go? Three weeks later, he called me. I need a realtor. <laughs> I need a realtor. Yeah. Yeah. And still today, he raves. 
Braves. Oh, thank you so much for referring that realtor no to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so there you go. There's, there's a myth debunked about uh, buying a home. And, you know, we can talk about financing a home. It, I feel like I shouldn't even have to say this, but I'm afraid that many people don't know this. Okay. You do not have to put down 20% in order to finance a home. You can buy a home without putting 20% down. Does that mean your interest rate is going to be 50%? No. It does not. Your interest rate most times is the same. Sometimes it's better. Hardly is it ever worse. What? Okay. Interest rates have, well, A, interest rates have about 27 different factors that go into what your rate is. There is not one rate, right? Your rate is going to be different than your sister's rate, which is different than your college roommate's rate, all based on many factors. What's your loan size? Is it a 15-year loan or a 30-year loan or a 20-year loan? What's your credit score versus their credit score? What's your loan to value? Now, that's, that's where your down payment comes into play, loan to value. What's your loan to value? What's your debt to income ratio all compared to theirs? Are you locking in your rate for 15 days or for, for 75 days? All these are factors that go into someone's interest rate. Okay. So just in general, no. But no, so I, I read this on various publications, whether it's Bloomberg, whether it's Housing Wire, and it's like 33% of all consumers think you have to put 20% down to, to buy a home. Like, no, literally. We have VA loans are 0% down for our veterans and active military. USDA loans, 0% down. That's for people buying in rural areas. FHA loan, 3.5% down. That's for uh, anyone buying a primary home. Um, you have conventional financing, 3% down. There's various down payment assistance programs that will actually give you some kind of a $7,500 or $10,000 down payment assistance. So if you couple down payment assistance with a loan that only requires 3% down, you're talking about minimal money out of pocket. So the answer is no. We have, I can keep on going on and on. We have 100% financing if you're a doctor. We have 1% if you're a community hero. So 1% down for teachers and cops and firefighters. Um, dude, the list goes on and on. We have a loan called the Wealth Builder. If you're fine with a 20-year loan and not a 30-year loan, I can do through... Waterstone Mortgage, 100% financing up to a $650,000 loan amount. What? Yeah, with, with no money down. What's the catch? What's the rub? It's a 20-year loan. Most people don't want a 20-year loan. They want a 30-year loan. On a 30-year loan, because you're extending your payments out longer, your, your monthly payment is less. But if you're willing to do a 20-year loan, we do have a loan program. Now, that may be on a loan program where the interest rate may be a point higher. That may be your rates only fixed in for seven years and not for 15, 20 or 30. Right. So yeah, there's definitely always a catch or a rub, no different than the down payment assistance. Well, not everyone is going to be eligible for down payment assistance. Not everyone's going to be qualified. Some people make too much money. Some people aren't first time home buyers. Some people don't have a high enough credit score. Some people have to, uh, uh, not low enough debt income ratio. Like there's factors that go into it, but the more of this story or this myth being debunked is that there are options upon options, even post COVID-19. So we're living in a post COVID-19 world right now where lending in general has become more restrictive. There are less loan programs available right now due to the economic downfall 
due to the to the pandemic where lending in general has tightened it's become more conservative but even in this conservative world we still have these loan programs available to us so that's a that, that's a common myth um gosh what are some other ones that either you have as an individual you used to have but but one of our uh, impromptu sessions debunked it here's uh, and i always call it a myth but is it a, getting a home inspection is it good to have like multiple home inspections? Like say I, I, I'm moving into a home, I hire one inspection, he does it. Is it like advisable to have another one to get a different opinion or is that just a waste of money? I wouldn't. And I'll tell you, it's a waste of money. Um, rely on your real estate agent for, for that, right? You're, you're a really good realtor will know one or two competent inspectors. Because here's a myth that, that um, I'll debunk. You do not need a home inspection in order to finance a home, in order to obtain a mortgage. Very few, very few, like a VA loan, so VA for veterans or active military, will require a pest inspection or also called a WDO or wood-destroying organism inspection. Hmm. Basically, does the home have termites? It does not have termites. Hmm. Um, But a home inspection is highly, highly, highly suggested that everyone gets one. But that's for you and your realtor and the seller just to make sure that the home that you're buying does not have any major deficiencies or flaws. Right? That's, that's the purpose. Now, understand your home inspector, their job is to nitpick. That's what you're paying them four to $700 to do, tell you everything that's wrong with the home. But financing is not going to require you to submit a home inspection unless your realtor writes the contract that states that you know, your purchase is contingent upon a satisfactory home inspection. The minute the realtors make it a part of the contract, most uh, then, then it'll, it'll become a part of financing. Oh, okay. Most realtors will make the home inspection a right. You have the right to inspect, but it's not contingent upon. Mm-hmm. And you have the right to cancel based on the results of your inspection in a certain time frame. But again, the contract's not contingent upon. Gotcha. Um so, you know, those, those are things that, but I would never tell someone to get multiple unless, look, you got an inspection and wifey loves the house, mm-hmm. you're ready to bail, and you guys are like this close to, to a divorce, mm-hmm. and the tiebreaker is going to be, let's hire a third-party independent to come in, yeah. be our, uh, our, our mediator, yeah. and let the second uh, home inspection determine whether or not we move forward or we don't with the home purchase. Yeah, sure. Home appraisals, Yes. Home appraisals on 90% of every home purchase, especially when financing is involved, then it's going to be required that an appraisal is ordered, typically ordered by the lender. Um, But you don't get to choose the appraiser. You do get to choose your inspector. And please know a home appraiser is not an inspector. They'll tell you that in the report like 13 times, like a big CYA. We are not a home inspector. We are not a home inspector. Uh, what they're, to, they're there to do is to assess value, um, to look at comparable sales, to make sure the home is in safe, livable condition. Um, but they're not there to, to, to tell you whether or not um, something is, is done up to code mm-hmm. per se. That's interesting. When you said that, it made me think of something, just a kind of off-the-topic question. Um, is it good to get your home appraised every couple of years, even if you're not looking to sell? No. No, okay. No. I mean, uh, there's no added value in like, hey, I got my house appraised last year. It costs money, right? It, it's it's a difference. If you could, um, like my 401k, mm-hmm. I'm 41 years old. 
I can't touch my 401k for 18 plus years until I'm 59 and a half without penalty and borrowing and all these crazy things that Rob Farragher taught us about two, two uh, months ago on the podcast, right? Um, I can't access it. Therefore, should I ever pay someone to tell me the value of my 401k? Yeah, no. I log on to my account. I check it out, yeah. right? Two months ago, I was like vomiting all over <laughs> myself. Um, but it didn't bother me because that's a long play. Unless I'm looking at selling my home or to pull equity out of my home to do maybe some debt consolidation, um, it doesn't really matter what my home is worth. Um, so no, I would never pay for an appraisal unless I really had to. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are some other like like misconceptions? Right, I'll walk I'll walk someone through this. FHA loans are only for first time home buyers. Uh -uh. Wrong. Okay. Nope. FHA loans are common and always have been common as a great product for first-time home buyers. Because typically a first-time home buyer might have had newer credit because they were newer in their professional life. They were younger in, 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 uh, in their careers. Um, maybe they were putting less money down. And FHA loans allowed for low down payment. And FHA loans um, are more accepting of moderate or average credit, uh, credit ratings. But FHA loans are good for people who have owned two or three homes, four or five homes, as long as it's going to be your primary home. Um, here's another myth. My father or grandfather or aunt or uncle or sister or mom is a veteran, so I'm going to use their VA eligibility to get a VA loan. True. Uh -uh. Incorrect. No, only a veteran and their spouse is going to be able to uh, obtain a VA home loan. And the spouse is only going to be able to obtain it if the veteran is on the home loan with them. So, right, you work here at Waterstone. Let's say your wife's from the Air Force and wifey has terrible credit. So you want to buy a home using your credit, your income, but use her VA benefits? Yes. No. Uh -uh. Can't do it. Damn. Can't do it. Um, now there's always mitigating circumstances and there's always exceptions. Um, like your wife flies, uh, fighter jets in the air force. Unfortunately, she lost her life flying in the air force as her spouse. And she's deceased while actively employed or deployed or actively active duty. Yes. The VA will allow you to use her, her benefits as, as, as a widower. But that, we're getting real kind of like geeky and finite on that. Um, but yeah, but that's uh, um, uh, you know, always a question about the FHA. Oh, I thought I, thought I couldn't do FHA. I'm not a first-time home buyer. Nope. Or it's, hey, I want to uh, uh, I want to use my dad's or my mom's VA benefits. I'm like, no, are you the veteran? Have you served our country? Are you currently active duty? If the answer is no, then you can't do it. Um, here's, we get this one a lot. Hey, I want to move to Florida yep. and I want to buy a house. Gotcha. I'm like, perfect. I want to finance a house for you. That's how we get paid, by the way. That Here at Waterstone Mortgage, we make money by assisting homeowners by obtaining financing to purchase their homes or refinance their existing loans, right? Well, I don't have a job in Florida. I'm like, okay, we need to get a job first. Well, I can't get a job if I don't have a house. Of course. What do you want me to live? Like, well, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Well, I'm going to tell you, the egg came first, and in this case, the, jo the, the, the job comes first. Like, I don't know what someone can do. Like, I was fortunate. 
I moved from Atlanta to West Palm. I got to crash on my cousin's spare bedroom. I moved from West Palm to Orlando and I got to crash in my in-laws spare bedroom. Right? I was fortunate. I was lucky. If I didn't have that, then would I be looking for a room to let on Craigslist? Would I be uh, going to an extended stay? I like, I like, I, I don't know. Or would I be looking for full-time employment while still in New York and, and not even looking to purchase a home or rent an apartment until I had that employment, um, totally ironclad accepted, uh, no contingencies. I know this is my, my job. Yep. Uh, what else do we do? Do, do you as a consumer, think about the home buying process or, or obtaining of a home loan that it's a general question you have, John, that okay. yeah, maybe other people have it as well. Okay. I want to, I want to build, uh, okay. I want to build a pool. Can I take out the, or vice versa? I want to put a sprinkler system in my sprinkler system in my lawn. Can I take the equity from my pool and use whatever I built my pool to pay for my, can I build, take equity out of like, let's say I built a pool. Can I use that to pay for some other home improvement? Yeah, so if you're asking about a, how do you pay for your pool? Like, did you go get a pool loan, mm -hmm. or did you refinance your existing loan, pull cash out so you could pay for for a swimming the pool ladder, to be put in? The ladder, the ladder. Okay, so when you pull money out of your house, mm -hmm. unless it's some kind of like specific loan where, like, we do construction loans or even a construction rehab loan, where contractors are involved and there's a certain draw schedule and usually people are like doing big additions, maybe adding a second story, maybe they're adding a basement in some of our uh, northern states, no basements in Florida, very few. Um, but if you're just doing a straight up cash out refinance, so that's when you owe 150 grand, your house is worth 300. Mm -hmm. So you're going to finance, I don't even know what, 200 grand. So that way we pay off your existing mortgage. We give you $50,000. No, that 50 grand is to use how you want to use it. Gotcha. Um, so if, if you want to use 42,000 for the pool and 8,000 for the sprinklers, you can do it. yeah, once you take money out, same thing applies if you went and obtained a home equity line of credit. Uh, a home equity, home equity line of credit, also known as a second mortgage or a HELOC or a home equity loan. Those are second mortgages that you don't mess with your first mortgage. You just go to your bank or your credit union, and they look at what your home is worth. They look at what you owe. Somewhere there's a, a valuation or a loan to value, and they want to keep some equity in your property, usually 10 or 20%, and then they'd be willing to give you the difference between the number that's left and what you owe, and they typically give you that like a credit card. Mm -hmm. So you can go use it however you, you want to, whether it's a kitchen remodel whether it's a new pool, sprinkler system, et cetera. Okay. Yep. Very cool. Um, you know, closing costs, like, yeah. oh, I don't pay closing costs. Yeah, like, I hear that a lot. Is that like a, that's a big thing? What is that, like a gimmick? Well, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, this is like Pandora's box. <laughs> okay. Um, because it's like anything. It changes with, with the market. Because um, when I hear like, oh, no closing costs, to me as a consumer, I, I just think like, oh, you must have inflated the price on the back end and just – you know what I mean? Is that look? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Across the board. I mean, look. If if I'm going to offer someone a no closing cost option, 
first I'm using semantics and marketing and I'm, I'm getting technical. Are you talking about no lender fees, Dustin? Or are you talking about no lender fees, no title fees, no government fees, no survey fee, no appraisal, no homeowner's insurance, no... I didn't know there were all those other fees. Correct. And that's, you know, it, it's usually a marketing ploy. Um, it plays into the average consumer's um, um, naivety or ignorance. Um, not in a bad way, but just in a sales and marketing type way. It gets the phone to ring. So no closing costs could just be no lender fees. Well, just about every lender out there can give you options where you have no lender fees, you pay standard lender fees, or you pay additional lender fees. Mm -hmm. If I'm given a no lender fee option, there's a good chance that maybe the interest rate's one eighth of a percent higher than I would have given if you paid normal lender fees. What are lender fees? They're the money that lenders collect to help keep the lights on, right? They have staff, underwriters and closers and funders and processors and and buildings and, and IT bills. So the fees that they collect just help go mitigate those costs. Um, if I'm doing a, 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 a extra lender fees, typically you're doing what's called buying down the interest rates. That means you're paying more money up front and return to have a lower rate over time. Neither one of those three options is good, bad, or indifferent. It's all personal preference. So most times when you hear no fees, they're talking about lender fees. Gotcha. Now, you still have the title company's charges. You still have the state of Florida. If you're not in Florida, other states have other charges. You still have the home appraiser charges and the survey company charges. And those are all considered closing cost. Now, if someone is saying no closing cost at all, okay, hmm. now what's the catch? Does that happen very often? Um, you'll see home builders give incentives that if you use our in-house lender, we'll pay all your closing costs. Mm, yeah, I've seen that before. But even that gets technical and semantics get used because there's a difference between closing costs and prepaid expenses. Now, when you talk to me, the loan officer, I'm going to talk to you in general terms. John, your closing costs are going to be $6,500 or $7,500. To me, that's whole kit and caboodle. That's everything. Everything. Yep. But technically, it's $4,000 in closing costs and $2,500 in prepaids. So the whole follow the fine print, buyer beware, when and if someone says, I'll pay all your closing costs, if you use lender X, Y, and Z, have them quantify or qualify what that means. Mm. Well, does it mean you're going to pay my first full year of homeowner's insurance that's due at closing? Oh, no. Okay, well, that's typically a closing cost. Well, that's a prepaid expense. Mm. Are you going to put the four months of uh, taxes in reserve and the two months of homeowner's insurance in reserve that I need for my escrow reserve account? No, because those are prepaid expenses. Okay, well, mm -hmm. you know, gotcha. that's still money out of my pocket. So if I'm budgeting and I need, know I need X for down payment and Y for closing cost, mm -hmm. I need whoever's offering me that incentive to, to get granular with me gotcha. and let me know what it is. Gotcha. So here's a myth. Oh, um, that payment is too high. I'll put down more money to lower it. Yes, of course. Yeah, well... So the myth is this. The myth is $10,000 is a lot of money because it is, mm -hmm. right? If you took 10 grand from me, I'm going to call the cops, <laughs> yeah. right? Like ba ba back in my younger days, I might even try to like fist to cuffs yeah. with you, right? Um, but 10 grand ain't doo-doo when you're talking about down payment on a loan, right? In terms of additional down payment. Now, 10 grand is a lot mm -hmm. if, if, if that's what you need to get your 3% or 3.5% minimum down payment. But an extra 10 grand, like let's say you ask your bank or your lender, hopefully not your bank, hopefully you're going to a mortgage lender. Um, but hopefully if 
you are 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 going to your lender, you open an extra ten grand down, they'll be like, John, that only saves you fifty bucks a month. Like, yeah. like you're if you're not comfortable with the payment at two fifty, probably shouldn't be buying the damn house to begin with. You're probably not gonna be happy at two forty. <laughs> yeah. You know, like like that extra fi- yeah, and you you're right. And if fifty dollars is gonna sway you one way or the other, homeownership's not for you yet. Mm-hmm. Right? It's it's not saying it's not it's not good for you ever, just not yet. Right. Because we've covered in previous episodes, I mean, home, home ownership's expensive. Yeah. It's also the number one way to build wealth in America. Yeah. But it's also expensive. So fifty bucks shouldn't. Uh, um, you know, putting down an extra ten grand, it, it doesn't make a difference. And that, that's a big myth. Oh, I don't, I don't like that payment. I'll just put more money down. Mm. Well, like, what are you talking about? Hundred grand? Mm. Like to me, a lot of money. When I look at monthly payments, yeah, four or five hundred bucks a month. Mm. That's life altering. Right, that's a car payment. That's groceries for the month. That's utility bills. So if you put down an extra hundred grand, yeah, you can afford the house. But an extra ten grand, no. Yeah. So that's the point that you put down the minimum that you need, and you try to set yourself up fiscally um, by leaving yourself some reserve assets. Gotcha. I have a good one. Okay. We live in the Sunshine State. Yep. I want to put solar panels on my roof and call Florida Power and Light, cut them off, and then have them cut me a check. True or false? I have no idea. Really? I have no idea. And that's going to be my assignment to everyone who's listening. Why don't you guys come on? I'm going to cut us off right here. Okay. I'm going to cut us off because we could go on and on and on, and I think we're coming up on like 25, 30 minutes. Um, guys, hit us up on Facebook, the Loan Officer Podcast. Yeah. And Coleman's question is, can he have solar panels added to his roof? Yeah. And then have the local power company stroke him a check. Like, like, they do it in Germany. I think so, right? They, they do it in Germany. I would love to hear from you. He would love to hear from yeah, you even yeah, more so. Yeah, yeah. So the Loan Officer Podcast on Facebook. We're on Instagram, too, uh, as well, yeah. under the same handle. Correct. Um, if you ever have questions regarding buying a home, financing a home, um, hit me up. Uh, I'm easy to reach. 407-645-6363. D-O-N at waterstonemortgage.com. And you can find my main man, Coleman, where? Twice a week on this podcast. That's it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out. Peace.